Hey, listener, Zach Harper here. Underdog Fantasy, the easiest place to play fantasy sports. Also, fastest growing fantasy app in the industry. Here's how it works. The Pick'em Game. Pick whether your favorite players will have a higher or lower stat total in this week's game for a chance to win big. How big, you ask? I'm so glad you asked that question, listener. You can win up to 100 times your money in a single night. Pick between two and five players. Build a pick'em entry. You can also do rivals picks. You can put like Tyrese Halliburton and Jalen Brunson against each other. And whoever has more points, more assists, more rebounds, whatever you want to do, that is your rivals pick. I would maybe go with Jalen Brunson in these playoffs. By the way, in the regular season, Jalen Brunson, scoring tear, going higher on his point totals all the time. Joel Embiid, whenever he did actually play, higher on his scoring totals all the time. Victor Wembanyama for the next 15, 20 years, here's a pro tip for you. Take higher on the blocks. That's right. So you're probably wondering, how do you sign up? Oh my God, listener, you are full of good questions today. Sign up with the promo code DING, that's D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick First time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. $250, man, that's a lot. Visit underdogfantasy.com or find them in the app store. And don't forget to register with our code DING, D-I-N-G, to claim your special pick and first time deposit offer up to $250 in bonus cash. Must be 18 or older, 21 or older in Massachusetts, Arizona, 19 or older in Alabama and Nebraska, and present in a state where underdog fantasy operates. Terms apply. Concerned with your play? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.ncpgambling.org. Arizona, 1-800-NEXT-STEP. That's 1-800-639-8783. Or text next step. To 53342. New York, call the 24 7 Hope Line at 1 877 8 Hope and Y or text Hope and Y four six seven three six nine. Welcome to Black Opinions Matter, motherfucker. My name's Amin El Hassan. I'm joined as always by Big Jerv, by Black Trey, Rob Lopez on the ones and twos. And today, guys, I'm drinking out of a very special cup. Do you know what cup this is? This is the same styrofoam cup full of lean that Kanan <laughs> offered to Tariq. And Tariq drank out of the straw, out of the same straw that this strange nigga just handed him this cup from. He went ahead and sipped immediately out of it, and the rest is history. And that's what I'm drinking out of. <sighs> Big things going on today. We're going to talk about the Tiger Woods two-part documentary. The first part is out on HBO and HBO Max right now. If you want to check it out, go ahead and do that. We're going to talk about a little fun anniversary involving my man Trayvon and and uh, and the Lake Show with James Corden. We're also going to mention, I guess, the Busset Challenge. I don't know, but uh, I want to start with some news that I guess is already out there. I already got cussed out by John Gervais about this, so uh, I left the ESPN guys. Yeah. 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 There it is. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, no, it was it was it was time for me to go. Um I can't really talk about too much other than to say that I I'm, I left ESPN and I'm gonna join Dan Levitard and the Levitard show guys uh with what they're building down in Miami. Before you ask me, no, I'm not moving to Miami because I got so many texts about oh I will when we go hit up Miami Beach, no, 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 I'm not moving. I'm just joining them as a party, uh, part of their thing. Uh, if you're asking, you're wondering, nothing is going to change here on Bomb or at Count the Dings or Cinephobe or anything. All the podcasts that I'm doing right now, I'm going to keep doing. Uh, so don't worry. You, 
nothing's going to change other than I'm not going to be on ESPN anymore. I'm not going to be on the jump. I'm not going to be on ESPN radio, which I really wasn't over the last few years anyway. And uh, it's a weird feeling, guys. I got to tell you, it's uh, I worked at ESPN longer than I worked anywhere in my life, which is a really weird thing to say. You always think about like things that happened when you were younger as that's where you, you learned this or that's where you grew up. Uh, I, I realized this the other day. I've lived in Arizona longer than I lived anywhere in my life. And, but if you ask me, quote unquote, where I'm from, I'm either going to tell you New York or Sudan. Those are the places. And Arizona is just some shit I, I just done recently. But the reality is I've lived here longer uh, than anywhere else. And ESPN kind of feels like that to me, that I've always thought about myself as an NBA guy. My career that I wanted to do was in basketball. I wanted to work for basketball teams. I want to win a championship, all those things. And then ESPN came along and it was something to do. And you look up and it's 10 years later and, or eight years later, excuse me. And this is what people identify you as the, the TV guy, the media guy from Arizona. And I'm like, well, no, no, I'm not, I'm neither of those things, but in a way I, I am. Um, yeah, so I think unless you guys have any questions, I think that's that's the entirety of my statement on that matter. Nope, I already knew. But Jerv, go ahead, tell him why you was mad. <laughs> yeah, yo, um, I just I like I thought we were cool, you know. Um, I'm just you know everyone's friends. You know, we we text, we talk about things, we share things. But it seems like when you know certain people get the bag. Or uh, certain people uh, make these changes where they leave the person, you know, leave where you met them at. <laughs> they, you know, you got to find out through um, through podcasts, the damn podcast you're on, or Twitter. So uh, I, I just guess we're just not as cool as friends as I thought we were. But I do have one question for you. What's up? Uh, how many? How long did you mull over uh, losing the Disney? Uh, Man. Disney World privileges. Man, I'm going to tell you this, and it's going to sound crazy. If there were a way for me to do this, to leave ESPN, but still be an employee of Disney, I would absolutely do it, man. I, like, I've had, I had a blast at ESPN. A lot, I met a lot of great people, like Jerv, um, and it's allowed me to meet other people. Like, I don't know if... Trey, I don't even know if we would be friends if I was just some random guy on Twitter. I don't know. So Nah, you was funny, so you be all right. All right. All right. Thank, I appreciate that. <laughs> nah, I'm just saying. Like, I mean, you, you be know, all right. You be all right, bro. Like, cause but, it know, ain't, I'm not your friend because. No, no. I know. You're not. No, obviously. I didn't even know but, what you look like, bro. That's what, But that's my point is that, like, it just, it's something that opens doors, right? It's opened a lot of doors. Um. But honestly, nah, man, nothing beats working for Disney. Because first of all, you got kids. You tell your kids you work like Mickey Mouse is your boss. It's just like, it's the fucking coolest shit ever, man. And we going to Disneyland for free. And, and you know, I mean, I'll, I'll say this right now. People ask me, if, what was your favorite memory from ESPN? And without a doubt, it's not even close. Number one is I went to the Star Wars premiere and I took my family. I took my parents and my oldest kid. Um, and we walked the red carpet and all, all the stuff, right? Took the pictures, whatever. Like, that's easily number one. And number two is probably 
uh, when we toured Lucasfilm, when we went to the, do the NBA Finals, it was me and Jade. I don't even remember who else was with us. Maybe a couple I got other the people. invite, but I passed on it. But you passed, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was cool. Stephanie Snowden was with us, and there was a fourth person. I can't remember who it was. But we toured Lucasfilm. And again, it was, you know, obviously we were doing the pod by then, but it was still an ESPN property. So, like, the, all those things. I remember going into the, the gift shop and buying stuff and getting my Disney employee card out and getting a discount from the Lucasfilm gift shop. So, but working for Disney was like a dream come true, man. I never imagined it, but like once it happened, I feel like I got the most out of it. It was, yeah, like I, I work for Disney and I got cool stories to tell about it. Um, but, you know, ESPN was cool too. It, it, it was, I just, I always think about, shout out to Jerv and shout out to the city of Philadelphia that still has about a couple more days here of slander free. I, I always think about the, the, uh, the Beanie Siegel line. Uh, like we said, uh, I, ne- I never wanted to do this. I feel sorry for those who did, right? Well, is that the line? How's the line go, Jerv? Uh, in the truth, the promise from the song, the truth. Um, yeah, it's exactly what you say. I never, uh, I, I, I feel sorry. I never really wanted this. I, I didn't really work hard for this. I feel yeah. sorry for those that. There did. you go. Yeah, there it is. I never really worked hard for this. I feel sorry for those who did. And you know, over the years, you encounter all these people like. Dreaming one day I'm gonna be on ESPN or I'm gonna be on SportsCenter or even worse, they ask you, "How did you do it? How can I be like you and work for ESPN?" And I used to feel bad. I'm like, "Well, I guess step one is never try to work for ESPN," because that, I mean, of my experience, I didn't dream of it. I didn't even think it was a possibility until the day they contacted me and said, "Do you want to do this?" Like I did, Henry Abbott's video that was produced by Jade Hoy. True Hoop TV video. I did one about Dwight Howard joining the Lakers, and then I did another one about the, the Olympics. And I thought somebody at one of these teams I'm talking to is going to see it and say, oh, man, he's pretty bright or whatever. Let's bring him in. And instead, it was ESPN that said that. Like, I never thought it would happen. And, and eight years later, it's the longest I've ever worked anywhere. It's the most money I've ever made in my life. It's the single source of any sort of fame or notoriety you want to call it. Um, and I've made all these connections and friends and, and all this stuff from something that I literally wasn't even looking for. So uh, shout out to ESPN. Um, that was a, a great ride and I'm thankful. And I, I sent a long ass Twitter thread thanking all the people who I felt like helped me along the way. And I'm sure I missed some names and people going to be angry or whatever, but you know, it is what it is. Uh, but I'm excited about this next thing with, with Dan Levitar. Dan's a guy that believed in me from the moment we started working together. And, and, you know, I, I believe obviously in them and what they're doing. And so I'm excited for that, but guys, this also means something else. I could talk sports on bomb again. Yay! Yay! <laughs> yes. Hey man, yeah. when you go back to that thread and shout out Jerv though, my nigga. <laughs> I mean, I wasn't hey, gonna bring that you know, up. Hey, you know what's crazy? You didn't miss an at on that shit. You know what's crazy? Niggas don't read on Twitter. Niggas thought I broke your news. Oh yeah, all right. Hey, I said, damn, what's going good on today? Trump quit today. You know, is that official? Me, nah, is that official? Somebody was disgruntled, bro, and just fucked up the site. 
one of the employees. Okay. He gonna get let fired, me just, but it's cool. Let, let me say a couple of things. All right. So now that I'm out, I can say, and I, I, I don't mean this in any ill will to ESPN because if I were my boss, I would have done the same thing to me. When they allowed us to start Count the Dinks, to break away from, from ESPN to create our own podcast, well, I would say allow us. Everybody else wasn't working for ESPN except for me. So the rules for me were I couldn't, the podcast couldn't be on a rival network. So we couldn't like podcast for Fox Sports, for instance. Easy. Number two was can't talk sports, any sports. Which is why if you if you've been a longtime listener of Bomb, you remember when we used to talk NBA shit every week, and all of a sudden it stopped. And it's not that we talk NBA stuff like, oh, what are the Clippers gonna do now that they're not we talk NBA stuff the way we talked about it, the fun way from our perspective, right? But it stopped for the most part. And that's because my contract would not allow me to do that. And then the third thing was I couldn't talk politics, which of course, as soon as summer 2020 happened, it was like, everyone was like, <laughs> we're all talking politics now. But now I can finally say this, even though I think I've said it, but I'm going to say it with my chest. Fuck Donald Trump. Get the fuck out of here, you racist ass bastard. And also, damn, the Knicks were good just a week ago. It's all over for them now. There it is. And then the third thing is shout out to Bleacher Report, Fox Sports, whoever wants to buy this podcast. All right. <laughs> Boom. Yo, you fucking, you fucking jinxed the Sixers too, by the way, bro. Man. Hey, Jerv, you should be happy. Right now. Lost, they lost two games since, you, since we picked them up. And what do you say? And what do you say? You say, of course we lost. 90% of our team ain't even out there. Some dude named Isaiah Joe, which sounds like a fake-ass name. Sounds like his name is Joe, but he kind of looked like Isaiah Thomas, so niggas start calling him Isaiah Joe. That's what his, that's what his name sound like. He looked like He's Zeke fun. from Power. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> Don't Yo, do him like that. Let me t- did I send you all that meme? Which one? The of him one playing about, the guitar? Not that one. The oh, meme that- was a picture of, a picture of him. And someone asked the question wholeheartedly, is this nigga retarded? Oh, yeah. I saw that. <laughs> like in real, li- in real life. Say that word. I'm yeah. not saying that. I'm quoting a meme. I'm not oh, saying that. I don't use okay. that word. But yes. but someone in, in the meme truly, honestly questioned whether he had mental retardation. Like the real life actor. <laughs> the character. Is he like late 30s too? I'm, ass- I'm assuming he might be 40, bro. Not, I'm not age shaming because I'm damn near on the closer side to 40 now too, so that's pretty cool. Oh, that's right. Uh, uh, Trey just took another trip around the sun. Shout out to the uh, to the youngest old, the oldest young motherfucker I've ever met in my life. When I met Trey, I swore Trey was like 24, 25. He told me his age, and I was like, "Get the hell out of here!" I, like, I'm gonna tell no you, way you're over 30. Jerv, I'm gonna tell you right now. As long as he keeps a hat on, Jer, a Trey can go to high school right now, and nobody would think twice. <laughs> now you take that that's hat crazy. off, niggas gonna be like. That nigga's not in high school. Who? Nah, who I mean, you just, come, yeah, just to pick up? Nah, hey, who'd remember you? Ball Fam was in high school though, fam. You don't know my man Michi. Oh, my man. The, the one, oh, my yeah. man hooping, that's, right? Oh, my yeah, that's God. Michi, bro. He out here locking up. What is he? I need, is he? A, I need to see a birth certificate. Yeah, bro. that dude look. That dude <laughs> look like he's my dad, man. <laughs> <laughs> he out here clapping hard on defense too, like. 
<laughs> Hashtag That's ball old... fam is so much confidence. Jerb, <laughs> are you part of that hashtag? What what is the hashtag again? Bald fam. Uh, I mean, you know, hey, bro, listen. Just because y'all, you know, you know what? I'm not even gonna go there. Y'all got it. But when I pop back up with these with the with this curly hair, and I'm not on my uh, my George Costanza. Boy, let me tell you something. First of all, Trey, okay. that that shit you recommended, it tastes. It's the worst tasting thing ever. Oh, I'm sure I, it tastes like, like like literally sticking your hand in a flower pot. <laughs> yes yes but the, the only like i try i cut it now with juice i tried it with water it's impossible so now i'm drinking it with orange juice and it's still bad but it's a, the orange just kills the taste a little bit is it worse than ginseng back in the day when we were young when like ginseng was the worst yes. thing ever yeah. oh yeah also I we mean, got a fact check from our producer daniel bellamy is 26 years old is that is that Michi? That's his that's, name. That's Zeke. Oh, Zeke. Zeke? Daniel Bellamy? Is he is a stupid question? I'm is assuming he's related, related to, Bill? to Roy. To Roy I'm not sure if he's Bill Bellamy's sibling. He kind of looks no, it could but be his son. He kind of favors him a little bit. At 26, he could be a son. They got the same hair. And the same, uh yeah, the same, yes, the same hair, yes. Yeah. Juices um, and berries. But uh, really quick, while we're on the subject of Trey's trip around the world, uh, around, around the sun, excuse me, uh, Trey, this is also kind of sort of the anniversary of you being on the James Corden show uh, on the live Tinder. And you actually, unlike Waz, who was also on that episode, but I believe he got cut real quick. You actually made it to the final, and you were on national TV. I look better on than was broadcast TV, and you had the nose ring in. That t- that helped too. It, hey. it made you it made you less threatening as a black guy. Was just looked like a nigga. <laughs> was looked like yo, this nigga wandered in, get him, wander him the fuck out. But Trey looked like yeah, I'm black, but I've been around. I'm open minded. So if we go back to that and flashback, first of all, it's two anniversaries. You gave me my rites of passage. January 10th, 2017, saying I was going to be a star. And then... For real? Also, yeah, I got the tweet. I tweet it every year. I retweet it. But oh, it's in my shit. likes. It's just the one like I have. <laughs> and then also this situation, I would give you guys a little backdrop if you haven't heard the story. It was 25 guys. We're all in one room, eating snacks, got beverages in the back room. And, you know, these guys are literally models like... You know, you know how the white dudes Actor. be. Models and actors. Models and actors, bro. Like Tell leather it. coats, you know, slick hair, all this other Macklemore shit. Macklemore haircuts. Me and Waz are in there talking to these dudes. These dudes are like, yeah, I got to audition with this and I got to audition with that. What do you guys do? We're like podcasters. They're like, oh, okay. So then after that, they line us up. They give us a walkthrough of like how to fall into the ball pit if you're like rejected. So as we're walking back, they say, you know what? We're going to make a cut. And they cut about 11 people. And Waz was a part of the second cut. So he got a chance to walk up. But the, I think yeah. they gave him the boot because he wore a bomb hat, to be honest. Yes. No, it, no, they gave him the boot. <laughs> he, had, he had an answer that was just, that was a no. 
They asked a question. I can't remember what the question was. It's on YouTube if you want to look it up. Look up James Corden Tinder Live. And there are a couple of options there, but you'll see the one with Trey's face on it. That's the one. By the way, Trey, did you know this? The second most watched uh, Tinder Live they've ever done is, is your episode. Number one was Chelsea Handler. That's fire. Chelsea, they that's did it fire. for Chelsea Handler, so obviously that's number one. But number two is your episode. Damn, man. What's up? Bring me back one more time. Um, Ian Carmel and crew. You know what yeah. I'm saying? We'll get them virtual checks. Shout um, out to Ian. Shout out to Jenna. Shout out to, uh, obviously, James Gordon. So we're on. We're in the back. Means there. He's just chilling. And the show's rolling. So I'm behind a curtain. I never had makeup on my face before. So they're doing all this other stuff. I get pushed out of a curtain. And you're told not to speak. You just have to smile. And you're just getting broke down pretty much. Like, yeah. you got nice hair, you got nice smile, you're unattractive, etc. So I'm sweating because the lights from the stage lights are beaming. Yep. And then also I'm thinking a million things in my head. Do I got something in my teeth? You know, did I brush my hair right? You know, is my should fit I, okay? And should I should I should I claim the set real quick? You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. Should I be corny? You know what I mean? Different things of that nature just to try to stick around and win. Because Amin was like, look, one of y'all got to make it. Y'all go as far as possible, but rep bomb. So we're like, all right, man, we're going to try to do it. So Waz was out of there early. I got on. So Amin's watching from the back of the green room, and he's like juiced. So And I'm lit. <laughs> I'm and lit and the, he's definitely lit. So And this is at the time where I couldn't even have a drink. I, don't, I think I was sober. This is vegan, vegan tray yeah. at this point. Yeah. So then I get selected and I'm sitting, I'm sitting there and my man, Stu, shout out to Stu. Stu tweets me every year, you know, his, <laughs> his stuff. And, and then, uh, my other man, what's he up to? What's my nigga Stu up to? Stu's chilling, bro. He's chilling, bro. He, he actually, when I posted it yesterday as an anniversary, he was like, man, right on go, uh, go bucks. But yeah, <laughs> now he's cool, man. And then shout out to Jenna too. You know, she's still cool, bro. Her mom always yeah. asks. You know, how are we doing, me and Stu? Even though I got curved <laughs> on national TV. But um, the question that that came about, you know, James Corden shot on my goatee, said my goatee was trash, said I could have dressed up a little. You know what I'm saying? A couple of chicks was out there hooting and hollering for your boy. Eight million views, not bad, bro. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, Here and there. And at the time, I didn't have social media, so it was like, it was, it was a little tough, man. If they would have put my handle on there, I probably would have been real. Oh. real yeah, real, you would have lit. Yeah. yeah I would have been lit. So, um, 8.7, by the way, is the number 8.7 million, 8.7 million. Number one is 11 million. That's Chelsea Allen was 11 million. Trey did 8.7. So just, just a little like, you know, perspective for you guys. Nice little flex. So, um, the question was, have you ever curved anybody? I mean, I curved ghost anybody and you know, in the hood, we don't use ghosts. So I was confused. So I'm asking the other contestants that sitting up there with me, like, yo, what's ghost? What did I mean? So we took a TV break and they explained it before we answered. So I had time right. to think about it and I was like, yo, I'm going to be funny. But in the principle of like saying I wanted to be funny, I'm like, there's consequences with trying to be too witty with America. Right. Because I have right. to leave this later and people are just yes. going to just ruin my dating life from here on out. So, <laughs> so I'm like, I'm going to just give a straight answer. So my man Stu said his mama treated him better. He knows, you know, yeah. and I'm just like, I'm a great person of principles, but my nervousness, I'm on TV. I'm nervous. I hadn't did anything like that. If it was sports, 
easy because you don't have to look and at the camera. And by the way, this, again, this is like, it's not, this is going to sound crazy. It's not ESPN. ESPN at any given time, maybe you're talking about 200, 300,000 viewers. If you're doing like a primetime sports center, maybe a couple mil. But like, for the most part, and by the way, when you're doing ESPN, the only, I mean, Trey, you've seen it, like the, the studio look like, Jerb, you know this too, camera guy, sound guy, producer, maybe there's a total of 15 people in, in the room. What Trey's doing here is on CBS, so this is national motherfucking TV, niggas who ain't got cable and ain't got no internet can get this. And then second of all, you're talking about a fucking live audience at stadium seating. We're not talking about like 12 people got in. There might be like 100 people in that room, right? Yeah, it was like easy 100 people. Just like all women, you know what I'm saying? Just ready to just gut you. Either you trash or you not. And like, that's my pride right there. If they would have called me trash and got eliminated right then and there, I don't know. I probably would have to hide out for a little bit. But uh, for the most part, man, I made it on. I gave my answer. The next guy that was next to me, shout out to him. He's a comedian, actually, a real life comedian. He was funny as hell. Um, Dan, he was from Chicago. So he told Yeah, his, I remember. Yeah. yeah. So his, the, his little riff was like he kept his hands in his pockets. And that was during the Burger King commercial where they was like, do he have um, abnormal hands? And he pulled his hands out and his hands were normal size. But he, and you know, he was like, like a teddy bear, bro. He, he got it off, bro. It was, it was his, I thought he was going to win it. So when we I went back, so, too. so when we went back, Jenna had a chance to decide and she chose Stu. Now I was cool because like at the end of the day, I was like, you know, I was, I'm ready to get out of here. I ain't really trying to be on national TV going on a date, but it was just a cool experience. And in the back, we got a chance to see Tyra Banks and Dr. Who. Yep. And, you know, yep. you know, I told Tyra Banks, I had a crush on her, bro. From like when I was a kid, yeah. I don't know how she took that. Cause it made her feel like she was she hella took- old. But. She took she 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 was mad cool, man. Like I was I was surprised by how cool Tyra Banks was. I kind of felt like she was gonna be, I don't know, more divish. And instead, like I remember she took Jenna and Stu and gave him this whole speech about like relationships and making it work and shit like that. And I was like, damn, like this is some real life shit right here. I'm gonna take some notes. Oh man, what a what a day that was. Also, it's a good thing you didn't win because I don't know if you remember, Jenna and Stu had to have a fucking date afterwards on the show. And they had to sit at a table. That's the point drink. that I was talking about. I didn't want to do that part. The yeah, live that was sit just in. too much. Nah, yep. it was too uh, much. They kept checking back with them. Because Cord over here on the couch with Tyra. Let's, let's check back with Jenna and Stu. And I'm like, oh, shit. This is awkward as hell. My boy was out here talking about the video games. That's cool, though. I mean, that kind of similar to like what the lane I would probably be on. Because I'm just, I'm just on some nerdy shit. I mean, I probably wouldn't be being reckless on national TV, especially with a live camera there. So. You know, but overall, it was a fun experience. Thank you, Amin, for giving me the courage on my birthday. It's literally on my birthday to go do that. And, uh, you know, it was probably one of my uh, my funnest birthdays outside of, you know, my 2000 party. Guys, let's be honest. We're all among friends. It can be awkward. Even embarrassing to talk about erectile dysfunction. Usually brush it off or blame ourselves. But Roman is here to get you the advice you want and the help you need with zero shame. Look, here's the deal. How often do you use excuses like, I had a long day at work or 
I'm just not feeling it. It isn't easy to talk about erectile dysfunction. But Roman, Roman makes it easy to discuss and treat ED. A healthy life includes a healthy sex life. But if you struggle with ED, you may not feel like your best self. You might not feel confident. You may not feel like you're in control. And so if you want help with erectile dysfunction, Roman connects you with a real U.S. licensed healthcare professional who can prescribe the medicine you need. Here's the deal. With Roman, you can get a free online evaluation and ongoing care for ED. All from the comfort and privacy of your home. You don't have to wait in some weird waiting room. You don't have to talk to your doctor in person and be like, oh, uh, uh, none of that. It's all discreet. A healthcare professional will work with you to find the best treatment plan and if medication is appropriate, Roman will ship you real medicine with free two-day shipping. Yeah, that's right. The whole process is straightforward, simple, and discreet. And getting started is so simple. All you got to do is go to GetRoman.com slash B-O-M and complete an online visit. ED used to be tough to talk about, but now there's Roman. Complete an online visit today, connect with a doctor, and take care of it. Once again, all you got to do, go to GetRoman.com slash B-O-M and you get $15, $15 off your first order of ED treatment you get a free online visit and free two-day shipping. That's GetRoman.com slash B-O-M for $15 off your first order of ED treatment. GetRoman.com slash B-O-M. All right, speaking of fun, the Busset Challenge. <laughs> uh, I, I didn't know what it was when Trey was like, Busset Challenge. I was like, okay. Then I went to Twitter and I looked up the hashtag. I was like, oh, okay. And I watched a bunch, and then I came across a meme where it said, wife downstairs. Why does that song keep playing over and over again? <laughs> I was like, yo, man, I, I could see why, because I, I definitely went down a rabbit hole. Um, for those that don't know, the Busset Challenge is apparently these girls be dressed kind of normal, I guess, or dressed down. And they dance in very kind of calmly to uh, Nelly Hot in Here. And then all of a sudden, they drop it. And then the music switch. And when they come back up, they dress sexy. And like, they, they drop it. Showing drop off down. them good knees. <laughs> Showing off them good knees. And, and let me just say right now, I'm surprised they didn't pick the Nelly song that is way more relevant, which is, Drop down, let you get your eagle on, girl. Like, I thought that would be the song you would do this to, but hey, I ain't mad. I'm not trying to be, well, actually, man. I just like watching the talent. Hey, man, let the women have fun, bro. Zerv, you on Cheers. mute. That damn mute button. I actually thought you was going to say tip drill. No, nah, come on, man. That's, that, that, is, that is offensive. And objectifies woman, John. That's a oh my bad. I didn't mean I didn't realize that was offensive. My no, fault. I, it's a song. I'm fucking with you, man. Hey, <laughs> oh, but no, seriously though. I was gonna say that got awkward for me. On a serious note though, 
I love the busted challenge, but why the niggas got to get involved? Don't nobody want to see these niggas throw on suits and all that shit, bro. Let the no. women have this, bro. Let me, let me, this, this goes to everybody who tries to co-opt something that belongs to a different community. Just like, did you guys see the white salesperson who tried to do the, where the money reside thing? It's like, motherfucker, this, this ain't for you, man. Just, just appreciate it. Retweet or repost the original. Say, ha ha ha. This is so fun and funny. Oh my God, you're an inspiration to car salesmen anywhere. And leave it at that. Like, just appreciate, you know, salute. Same thing for the Busted Challenge. Fellas, don't nobody want to see you do no Busted Challenge, man. Nobody. Get the fuck on. I click on that hashtag. I'm looking for one thing and one thing only. The originators of this magical hashtag, this magical trending topic. Black women. The ladies. The black women in particular, because... This Boy, was a this something. was a black women challenge. I will say that I, I not to try, shouts to all races. But this Everybody's a, lovely, but this is a black. Let them have women challenge. Come up with your own challenge. Uh, come it's up with hard. the ta- the Tabitha challenge. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what challenges you white people have, but but come up with your own, and we'll support it and like it and think it's funny, right? Uh, okay, I mean, will we support it and I like mean, it and say it's funny? I mean, okay, all right. You get, you get my point. You get my gist. Um, I will say, though, man, God, there's some cheeks on the timeline. And you know what's funny? There were a lot of these women who, when they were dressed down, I'm like, yo, yeah, you're cute, whatever. Okay, like, oh, look at you. And you Hey, look, all right, like, okay, you got a little little ass there. Okay, let's go. And then as soon as the makeup and the switch happen, like, where would that ass come from? Can they do makeup to make ass look bigger? Because that shit was like, it didn't look like that in the beginning. Or maybe the angle was just messed up. I don't know. I don't know. But I never stare a gift horse down the mouth. So right now, my, uh, my timeline is nothing but uh, fire Doug Peterson. Um, Wait, that that already happened. So, right. I'm sorry. Doug Peterson fired uh, the Steelers. The Steelers. All the memes about the Steelers and uh, busted challenge. And you know, I mean, listen. Who am I to stop the people from doing what they want to do in order to have fun? Right. Salute to everybody. Like my man Trey say all the time. Let the women have fun. Let the women have fun. Don't put no Bibles in there. Don't be putting nope. no memes in there. Even though the, the nope. one meme was funny though, with that's, the white lady falling from the um from from the oh, other thing. Yeah, it, that yeah, was that the, was that was the, funny, bro. But yo, outside the of way, that, go ahead. I mean, no, no, no. I, I was, go ahead, pitch your point. No, but I was saying outside of that, man. Let these women, man. Actually, this is the way we are able to identify because guys have that eye, right? You can catch a shorty in a grocery store. She got a hair wrap on. She might got some some sweats on and a t-shirt. You know that it's a real life busted challenge off first view. You already know that she going to clean up. And what did we say, Jerv? Clean up nice. You know shorty clean up nice off of first situation. So we don't need no busted challenge, but I appreciate the busted challenge. Shout out yep. to them good knees. Shout outs to the, the you know yep. what I mean? The, the fine women that God has created. You know, let the women have fun, bro. Let, let, me, let me just say this right now. I've said this to multiple women in my lifetime. You want to dress up, 
fine. You want to put on makeup and high heels and and a freakum dress? I, I support you. But if you ask my opinion, what do you want to see me in? I always say the same thing. If I think you look fine in sweats and a t and one of my t-shirts and some natty old slippers that look like they've been through hell and back, then that's what's good enough for me. I don't need all them extra bells and whistles, baby girl. I love you for who you are. That's, and that's my universal stance towards dressing up. Now, there are some women that I've seen who are dressed up or amazing, and then when they dress down, I'm like, oh, I've been sold a bill of goods. <laughs> it's happened. But for the most part, I support you in your natural state. Real quick, I just because you did bring up the meme of old girl was dancing, and then when she did, went dropped down for the bus, it, it was the white lady falling off the wall at the Capitol building. Obviously, what happened last Wednesday was both horrific and hilarious. And so uh, rather than rehash something that's almost a week old at this point, I urge everybody to go back and listen to the bomb episode of Woke Bros with Nando and Big Waz. They had it literally the day of it happening. They covered it as well as anybody covered it. Go back, l- listen for that Thursday episode. They recorded on Wednesday, the day of the Capitol building stuff. So that they can do a better justice than, than any of us can almost a week later. So shout out to that. Uh, all right, guys, you want to talk about Tiger Woods now? Yes. I'm going to just say this real quick, given because I, I didn't finish the episode. I still got 30 minutes to go, but I want to say, of in episode one, I am a little disappointed. So much of it was about golf. Like, honest to God, I don't give a fuck about how he won Augusta or St. Andrews or whatever. I gave a fuck more about shit like the ex-girlfriend, the home videos, uh, the dude who was a golf pro at the Naval Golf Course, the dude who was friends with tiger's daddy like that's the shit i wanted like stuff about him you know fuck about like oh and then he was 10 strokes down or any of that shit i'm gonna say i'm disappointed but i'm still gonna watch it this was just from the school of oj and mj's doc bit lazy commentary doc. well i mean i'm the just OJ talking about the 30 for 30 was no, lazy. no no no, 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 OJ no, no. Doc and was... then this is this is what i'm talking about i'm t- i said this is lazy compared to those oh, because it's in the same gotcha, school gotcha. Of oh it. Woo, child. no 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 i enjoyed the michael jordan and the oj doc but i'm just talking about as slanderous like i felt like the people involved right and i know me mentioned the first girlfriend and the dad's friend i felt like these people are cut out mm-hmm. and are like let me give I my do, yeah. viewpoint. And it's just like yeah. high school and gossip and sex mm-hmm. and the nuances, the curiosity of it all. Like, I mean, at the end of the day, I felt like they could have gave us so much more, but it's just kind of like, let's make a doc. Let's highlight a few things. Cool. I didn't know about Earl's, you know, him being a womanizer and doing his thing in the um, camper or whatever. But damn. Spoiler alert. I mean, I told everybody I to watch not, it. <laughs> no, I, 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 for me, nigga, oh, I got thirty I minutes. It means yeah, not there yet. Oh, it's so, all good. It's all good. I knew, I knew it was a woman. I yeah. So I mean, these are things that are to be told, but also you look at it like, okay, he's dealing with fame. 
But we wanted to see a different angle. I feel like the first girlfriend, she's salty, right? She was cut out of the picture, sure. got dumped by a letter. Cool. But like now you get your sure. bars off. I'm sure he didn't approve of this or anything. So they're just kind of giving it from that director's perspective of these people in life. And then the dad homie selling out Earl RIP. And just that was just nasty. That was nasty behavior well, for me. Let me well, let me let me just let me and and on the in the in the case of the uh the uh what's it called? In the case of of the ex-girlfriend. You're right. She did come off as salty. Like, I try to warn him and I try to prepare him. And and then they saw me as a threat. I was like, I don't need all that. But I did appreciate, like, her talking about what he was like in school and the home videos and what he's like when he came to her house and shit like that. I did appreciate that shit. Like, honestly, when it comes to this stuff, you kind of have to watch with an open mind, and a, but also a wary eye. Meaning, like, these people are giving you real life gems but it's buried within their own personal agendas. And so in that sense, like, while I'm, a, I'm with you, Trey, I'm like, like, this girl's definitely out here trying to make it seem like, oh, I tried to da-da-da. But also, she did give us glimpses of what high school Tiger was like, which is something I, I never knew about, and that's as close as we're going to get. Yeah, I mean, I kind of knew homie was corny. And all that. You know what I'm saying? Oh, sure. The, the no friends. I mean, regardless of how rich he got, he's kind of similar to like Queen's Gambit, where everybody was just kind of like, yo, you weird until you start making bread and getting famous. You know what I'm saying? Because that's just kind of how it do, how it goes. You always a weirdo until you popular. You feel me? And you only get popular because of the bread. So in his situation, like this cat had all his shrines at the crib and nobody knew because football was outshining his sport. You know what I'm saying? And he bags shorty. Kind of like a real bully right now. Nah, I mean, come on, man. I, fuck I you, nigga. No Nobody gonna fuck about no golf. <laughs> but listen, I respect it, dog. He, you know, he got the last laugh at the end of the day because he's just nice as fuck. Um, I thought, you know, obviously, I remember when black people reacted about him saying he wasn't identifying as black. That shit caused shit. a crazy uproar because we and and they made an important point in the, in the doc was that wh- how we latch on to young black people successful people early on and claim them until they do some ignorant shit like that's the same thing like we love Lil Wayne to this nigga endorse Trump so like until you do that bullshit or you say I'm not black I'm OJ it's it's one of them situations where we gonna ride with you until you he'll turn on us and we still might take you back cause niggas you know when we did the whole Tiger Woods shit after everybody wrote him off and the nigga killed it we was on this motherfucking episode like look at Tiger my nigga. <laughs> Yo, l- let, me, let me ask this question right now. I know, Trey, you're a little younger, so this might be a harder question, but when Tiger Woods blew up, what were your feelings about him? Let me start with Jerv, because Jerv, you older. You remember when oh. he blew up. He was in high school, right, when he won the Masters? I think so, yeah. yeah. Um, I was all in, bruh. Um, I even had, I mean, Sir, everybody knows I'm in the sneaks. So two things. One, it did become, because of Tiger, it did become a thing where I started watching, what is it, the Masters? It's on Father's Day? Nah, I, or whatever. Whatever it is, it comes on Father's Day because he was always playing on that Sunday and he always had the red, the red polo on. It became a thing where I started watching that with my dad. But as a, but in high school, when, when Tiger got, before he got, um, 
I guess like before, like did he ever trade? Did he ever get like a sneaker sneaker? Nah. Or did he just have nah, cleats? So they gave him clubs. They gave him a shirt, the polo he shirt. Definitely, he definitely had cleats. He had ori- the clothing line. He had a he had clothing, clothing line. He had the clothing yeah. line. But his initial thing was Tiger Woods, uh, the game, the EA Sports game. Right. Well, I, I I know he definitely had cleats. And the reason I know, I had them. Like, I... like I, I Jerv, you had, Easter, you had the red polo and the fucking visor too, didn't you? Or the, the hat. So and it was weak as fuck out there on the green. Look, look, first of all, I didn't swing a club until motherfucking like three years after being the ESPN, right? But, but in high had, school. But you still had the polo and the hat, right? You got, you got damn right. You got damn right. I had I had the polo. So one Easter, my my best friend, like my brother, we went to the to, you know, it was a thing. Everybody, all the youngins went to, to the zoo, right? All the <clears throat> you teenagers, you go to the zoo, it'd be some, you know, some joints there, whatever the case may be, you walking around. This one particular joint. I I went in and I had my mom go get me the Tiger Wood cleats. He had whatever Nike, like they may not have been officially Tiger Woods, but like whatever the ones he was rocking, I had the cleats, I had the red polo, and I had the mother effing visor on. And I never forget my best friend, I, my homegirl, that's my that's like a sister, my best friend. We I went by her crib, and this is how this is so fucking whack. I can't believe I'm sharing this. They opened the door and I rolled a fucking golf ball into the crib as if hey look at me motherfucker i got i got all this golf shit on yeah i know what i'm talking about right now like i thought i was thorough as hell but like it's so whack i was probably hold on that's a whack-ass brag that nigga hold on that nigga yeah bro Hey, listen, it'd be like that sometimes, Trey, dog. Trey, you swing, you, know, you miss. Sometimes Trey, shit works. Sometimes laughing shit at this shit. <laughs> I think Trey's more embarrassed. Like, he's ashamed. Yeah, nah, like, it's, it's, no, it's just, right I can't now. believe this is Jerv, bro. Like, that, that's not... I was all in, dude. It was Tiger Woods. Nah. Black man, dog. Support my people. Nah. Roll the golf ball. <laughs> nah. I'm not, I'm not rolling. <laughs> <laughs> Nigga said he rolled the ball. Come on, bro. <laughs> Kind of that's yeah, that's kind of bullshit like ass commercials, bro. You would have been the nigga they they, they pick for that. Bro, I literally opened the, <laughs> like they opened the door and I had the golf ball and I just rolled that bitch <laughs> and then I walked in like I was the fucking man with with, with these golf cleats on in somebody's crib in in like in the hood. I'm in the hood, Wait, my G. No, you wore the shit. I'm in the and- hood. <laughs> Man, I, I wish I wish Angry Man was there just to get there. Man, sit your ass down. I'm just telling you, bro. Like, if you could, like, I got, like, yeah, bro. I caught public transportation, everything. I, I like, I, wait, like, so many people probably All saw right, me now, on the bus. I and laugh, I was like, bro. look at this. Nut. You're on the bus look with fucking Tiger Woods cleats. Yeah, dog. I was out here, yo. I was fresh. You couldn't tell me nothing, bro. You couldn't tell me shit. <laughs> Yeah, you out of control, bro. Hey, I would have called. Hey, I would have called the police on that nigga because I would have swore he stole something from a country club. That nigga's <laughs> sick, bro. The first time I got into Tiger Woods was '99, though, bro. Shout out to my man Chuck. He had the Tiger Woods game, and Cats was playing it, and that just changed everything because it was just kind of like Tony Hawk hit the hood. You know, we got to go into video games before we get interested. 
So at this particular time, I'm, I'm 15, 14, 15, and I'm like, I fired it up. Now I like kind of got an interest, but I'm trash as fuck at golf. I'll never get on the green like that. And me and the mean got a chance to go to the waste management shit. I don't even think we watched the fucking swing, bro. Hell, and hell no. <laughs> we had a great, hey, we, we had, had a great, great time, time though. though. But hey, shouts to golf. I just like to be lit at the golf course. Fuck it. I can't do all the other shit, you know. But um, yeah, man, you know, bro is a killer. You know what I'm saying? Like, Earl, one thing, you know, LeVar Brawl get 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 mad recognition and shit like that. Earl's a sicko. That nigga had a little tiger up in the in the in the garage while he was swinging at 18 months, bro. Like this nigga basically brainwashed the ten baby. Ten months. He said ten months. Ten months. Brainwashed ten months. the ten baby, months, bro, to learn how like to f- be fascinated with golf. And I do believe that like some parents, they get so sick in the head of creating this lifestyle that they couldn't live and, and putting it into their kids. And sometimes it's like, you know, not, not to, to remix my, my thing, but let the kids be kids. Cause you look at a nigga like Michael Jordan, who crazy obsessed with who, and then nigga kids didn't make the league. It's like, you kind of just got to rock with it, but he also didn't have time to really be just kind of coaching them niggas up like that. This nigga Earl is the complete opposite. He, you know, he done been in the military, all this other shit, and he forcing this shit. Like, you would swear Earl was the nicest nigga in golf, but he just, you know, he's so obsessed with golf, and he wanted his son to be great. Nigga, compared to nigga that said he's going to be like Gandhi, nigga. Watch out. <laughs> Yo, Yo but Earl I'm, was probably trash at golf. Like, I would love to. It's funny y'all said, I would have loved to have heard somebody say, yeah, you know what I mean? I played with Earl. I, would play, I played a quick 18 with Earl. That nigga was ass. Yeah, like, was I would have loved to have heard somebody say that. Like, Earl wasn't even nice. Like, I don't even but know how he had this kid. But that's 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 like LeVar, though, right? Nobody said LeVar. Now, LeVar said he yeah, LeVar I mean, said he LeVar, LeVar was his, on the 1995 work. Carolina Panthers practice squad. So we'll we give you that. He was a professional athlete or something. Okay, so this nigga was like a Navy but he SEAL and shit. Wasn't but, he? But, but nigga, niggas be in the Navy every day, B. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> now listen, you know, I, listen. I think golf is probably the hardest fucking sport, bro. Nah. Oh, I'm gonna say this. I'm terrible at it. Bro. I will never yes. be good at. But like, I don't give a fuck. I don't fucking respect any sport where they tell me I gotta shut the fuck up because this nigga gotta concentrate to hit the ball. I'm like, ah, oh, shut the fuck up. Nah, bro. Man. I ain't rolling. Golf I mean, is that the- shit hard and humbling. Nah, fuck, fuck that. <laughs> Look, yo, golf is the wildest sport. Niggas, I'm no, not saying that. No one's playing defense. Bruh, no, nope, 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 see? Nigga, the wind nope, playing defense. <laughs> I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. Oh, because it ain't windy when you play football. I'm not saying that I'm this this super athlete that can play everything. But, like, I'm okay. I can play basketball. I can play football. I can play baseball. Hell, I can even play soccer back in the day. Mm-hmm. I'm old now. Jeremy, you know what I mean? Years you with bar, like bar go, 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 go ahead, okay, Uncle Rico. No, I, huh? Go ahead, go ahead, Jerv. Go ahead, uh, Uncle Rico. So, go ahead. <laughs> so I got into golf, right? I'm going to the range. I'm swinging. I'm I'm feeling. I'm like hell yeah. Oh, psh, this is nothing, right? So we go out to the course. You know the beers is flowing. We doing all that shit. I'm all of a sudden out of nowhere. I've got this crazy slice in my swing. I mean, I'm talking about no matter what I do, it's going left. It was so crazy that I started facing the opposite direction. Just, just to comp like the compensate for this. Derv, let me ask you a question, bro. You ever had to hit a curveball? Yes. Okay. That you shit's ever, hard as fuck. Okay. You ever had to hit a contested three pointer? 
Yes, it's hard. Mm. Well, that's not that hard. Have you ever? I mean, to, have it's ever, hard, but it's not golf okay. hard. Okay. Chill, Ray Allen. To, hold on, hold on. <laughs> have you ever had to uh, make a deep throw while someone's coming to knock your fucking head off? Yes. Okay. Something tells me that if you can't fucking hit a ball with nobody seeing shit around you, that nah, may bro. not be a it's sport. Different. That may just be a it's fucking different. hobby. It's a hobby, man. It's a fucking hobby. Nah, it's different, bro. It's Nigga, different. Chess is hard. Fucking uh, solitaire is hard sometimes. Spades is hard when your teammate is trash. Golf ain't hard, man. All, That's, all those shits are hard, bro. But you're going against something or somebody. Golf, it's literally just you. And if I mean, you gonna fuck have up, a new beef with the golf community. This nigga be racking them up bro. every week, bro. <laughs> I'm trying to, bro. I would love, a. It's a nice little. I would love to go to. I would love to. Not I suck, but I would love to do. Because I'm not doing 18. A quick nine. Well, not even quick. Because a nine for me would probably take fucking 36. Be like 36 holes for somebody else. I would love to do nine with you and just watch the frustration. No, nigga. I'm not saying it's easy. I'm saying it's not a sport. That's what I'm saying. I'm not 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 rolling. I'm saying spades is hard. Spades isn't a sport. Hey, fucking at, at, at these cookout spades might it's not a sport it's you might a get game. some you might get some box off a of spades game hello being the nicest nigga at spades in the hood <laughs> shit oh, that's that's about, you get, I, I bet you get more i bet you get more than you would being the nicest golfer in the hood not when i pull up in that motherfucking no, no. bugatti <laughs> nah bro because when because when what, what a tiger get from uh from nike Nigga, he what got, it, he what got it, five year hundred mil. Then he doubled back with Buick. Then he doubled back with another Nike deal. Then he doubled okay. back with EA. Sports. I ain't never heard of okay, in, in the hood what, get five hundred from for playing spades. You ain't seen my nigga Slim. That nigga was the nicest, <laughs> the nicest spades player I've ever seen in my life. He could take I'd a rando off the street, Slim, teach them how to play spades on the spot, and win with them. That's how good Slim was. Hey, dog. Listen, you get my partner. My college roommate, my partner, check rock. Anybody. I, anybody can get in I just want to say happy birthday to Monet Tejada, a.k.a. Mary J. Blige. She turned 50. Today. Oh, shut up. She's 50. Wow. She look good for 50, man. Looking very good. Go buy her wine and go stream power. Yeah. What wine does she have? Nigga, she got her own shit. Oh, we about to give. Is it called Mary J. Blige? I, I, nah, I, it ain't called. Is it called Hold What's on. the 411? <laughs> that would be. I'm not that would have been actually this, fire. This, Trey, can I ask you a question? Really? This may not be a, you may not be able to answer this on the pod or not, but I apologize if you can't. Is is rapper wine the equivalent of rapper weed? Rappers have weed. It's the it's the new thing now. It's a new it's a new way. Nah, Rappers have weed. And nah, I do. I it's do. super duper expensive for no reason. Nah, I respect it, but like I said, it's it's kind of like where how people don't want their basketball players rapping or doing anything else, right? Let them niggas invest their money into that shit. It's cool. I just don't think that they putting all the expertise into it. I just don't think that a nigga really know where, the, you know, where the grapes is coming from, where the soil is mixed in. But Snoop shit, fire in the hood. It's E-40 shit, fire. It just depends what type of palate you got. Um, I'm not going to shame that because Snoop wine is very good for a $12 wine. Um, and then you can just go up and play a little bit. But, you know, I'm a Chilean cap, my nigga, Sancer. You know, give me some New Zealand soft. Jerv, you got to broaden your horizons, even though you you'd rather get a hard liquor. You know, 
Yes, sir. But just give me Jack Daniels. Well, I'm off Jack Daniels, bro. I just don't Uncle want you, ne- Uncle Uncle Nears. I don't want you, I, Uncle Nears is pretty good. Shout out to Uncle Nears. Yeah, but you know, it just depends. Whatever floats your boat. You know, I've been I've been off the Moet. You know, for me for the past couple of days. I need to get back on um some Sean some Sean Sean Don. You hear this? You hear him? I mean, you hear how he just slid that in? Uh, I'm not, like, I've, been I, on, I've been on the Moet for the no, last couple of days. I, yo, yo, it's my I'm birthday. saying, like, Jerm, 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 different tax bracket, bro. Different tax bracket. Hey, man, don't send that. It, don't yo, send my uncle for me. <laughs> look, and he, he kind of shitting on Snoop's wine. You know, it's good for a little twelve dollar bottle of wine. Nah, because I'm over here nah, praising nah, it. Nah, like, it's, fi- it's fire as hell because I actually just told somebody to buy it. No, it's not that. Snoop it's got just wine? that. Shopping for wine is overwhelming. First it of is, all, very it's much. very overwhelming. So if I said, what do you drink? Red, white, sweet, dry, full. What do you really like? You're going to think I'm talking wine. about some bullshit. I'm going to be like, okay, a nigga grabs new bottle. He's going to say, hey, is this shit cool? I'm going to say, yes. And you know, niggas that buy wine don't want to spend bread. They want to just kick it. Like, nigga, this really ain't my turn up. I'm going to spend for the deli on, or I'm going to get the douce, or I'm going to go get something else. So if I say, yo, you trying to be fancy with a chick, get the Snoop wine. She going to enjoy it. And, and, it, and, and it's high alcohol percentage. So you both going to get lit. Super high. The Snoop one is? Yes, yes sir. What's it called? What's it called? 19 Crimes. 19 crimes. That's a good it's, ass. What, what's, what's his joint? It's Cali Red, right? You on mute, muted, bro. Nigga, you muted, nigga. Yeah, it's on, it's put, on you, a sweet you're side. You're pulling a jerk. It's on a sweet side, but it's good. You think uh, that's sweet? The Snoop Wine sweet? It's, a, it's, nah. it's, it's not too sweet, but it's 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 more richer than the dry shit. I be on some bland shit, family. That nigga yeah, said, I want no you, seasoning in my wine. <laughs> well, let's leave it on that point. Hey. Thanks a lot for everybody listening. Thank you to Big Jerk. Thank you to Black Trey. Thank you to Rob Lopez on the one and twos. Thank you to all the people who are listening and subscribing. Uh, again, this is an independent podcast company. We re- we greatly appreciate all your love and support. Uh, and, you know, anyone who clicks and subscribes and all that stuff, it's big time for us. So we really appreciate it. Uh, black opinions matter. Fuck you. I don't know. I don't know how to end it. Like, Fuck hey. you is funny, but nah, that was a good one. Good shit, y'all. Life's better with American Family Insurance because our home policies help protect your dreams and come with peace of mind. Save up to 25% by bundling home, auto, and life. American Family Insurance. Get a quote, find an agent at amfam.com. Products not available in every state. Discounts may not apply to all coverages on an auto or home policy. Discounts do not apply to life insurance policies. Visit AmFam.com to learn how discounts may apply to you. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies, American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.